0: Welcome back to the Whatnots React Record number 77. My name is Kyle Springer and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how's it going? I I am going well. How are you? Doing well. Um, Today was a busy day, but I am happy to be here. I'm excited to talk about Nope, which is what we will be doing in the spoiler cast of. Yeah, it's been good. I've just been... C- catching up on comics. We had Comic-Con happen this yeah. past weekend, so that's been super exciting. Uh lots of interesting fun things.
1: <laughs> How wet is your town? My town's very wet.
0: Th- that's an interesting question. Uh not very wet?
1: Okay. It rained it's- here like all night and there were like oh, wow. flash flood warnings and power <laughs> outages and things. We live in adjacent states, so I thought I'd see if you got that rain, too. Uh,
0: No, it missed us. Um, It's still been super hot and dry here. So, oh, well, not so fun, Uh, but Mm -hmm. we could absolutely use the rain. It's supposed to rain, I think, later this week for us.
1: Um, Cool. But I hope you get an appropriate amount of rain.
0: (laughs) Anyways, uh, we are here to talk about NOPE. This is Jordan Peele's newest movie. I believe this is his third one uh, that he yes. made, unless there's ones that I don't know about. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, but uh, yeah, we saw this this past weekend. We are recording this on the following Tuesday uh, that it came out. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to dive into this one. This is interesting for me because... I haven't seen any of his other movies. Aha. This is the first one that spoke to me as of like, ah, yes, this one. I want to go see that one. Um, And I am glad that I did. I liked Nope a lot. Um, Good. I I thought it was fantastic. Um, What about
1: you? Uh, I saw Us in theaters. I really liked Us. I've seen it again since then, at least one more time. I just got around to seeing Get Out, like, last year. I, I was mm-hmm. late to the game on that one, but I knew sure. it by reputation. And so I went back after I'd seen Us. So I like what he does. Uh, I was really looking forward to this. I liked how mysterious the trailer was. It really could have been anything. Like, you were, you figured you might have been in, like on alien territory, but you couldn't be exactly sure. Right. And that same trailer, the one they debuted at the Super Bowl, that we did a reaction video about, you know, Mm -hmm. back then in the Super Bowl times. uh, I saw that trailer play over and over again at movie theaters this year. And every time I was so excited to see that two second clip of a black man on a horse.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, there was just something about the ingredients, right? That they're working with this very, yeah, like that start of that that picture that uh, that just like how does this fit into the Mm -hmm. like weird alien movie that they're doing here? It it just it was interesting choices that really drew me to this. Um, But yeah, now that I have seen it, I thought it was great. I thought. Uh, it was very original. Uh, that being said, I also think it's kind of this generation's signs. The the old M. Night Shyamalan is like <laughs> what I'm equating it to in my head right. here. Um, yeah,
1: signs, which I believe did come out 20 years ago. I oof. think that was a 2002 <laughs> film. Good I. God. And I I, you mentioned it like it like this is this generation signs like signs was that generation signs like signs was a movie that (laughs) defined a generation. (laughs) But then I thought, I don't think that's generationally true, but that might be true for me. I really did like signs. That movie was very effective on me when I was 12. Yeah, Uh, I haven't done a rewatch in a while. Uh, I think in comparison to this, I would like to rewatch that one again soon.
0: For sure. Um, One thing that I think is a major difference between this and science mm. is I, th- I think this like science is more interested in just exploring the sm- like what happens to the small town people when there is an alien that shows up. Right. And yeah. It's just it's I, I, I don't want to say slice of life, but it, it is like it, it's just here are the events. Yeah. Right. Whereas mm. I think nope. Is actually trying to say some th- things. It has uh, mm. th- there's some metaphor in this movie mm-hmm. here and what it's about and stuff like that. And I, I think, yeah, I, I, my hearty one year old self, as opposed to my what eleven or twelve year old self, I, I I think this movie works a lot better on me than maybe signs would have today. Ah. Um, uh-huh but uh yeah i i i cannot recommend this enough i thought the acting was fantastic yeah. it's bizarre it's entertaining it's mm-hmm. creepy it's there's like the right amount of a- 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 action without there yeah. actually being action per se um yeah I, I, I don't know it's it's just it's a creative movie and i liked it a lot
1: it it really is this movie, it t- I, I was enjoying it from the beginning, but it took me a while to, like, get a handle on it. Sure. And then once I realized, oh, this is the game of the thing, this is the angle, I was really impressed. And the third act of this movie felt so magical to me. I, I won't say it specifically, but I almost wept in <laughs> awe at what Amazing. I was seeing.
0: Wait, was it from the 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 sheer number of those uh, wavy wobbly <laughs> you guys? Just like oh my God,
1: I mean, so I have ha- <laughs> <laughs> um, in sight.
0: Um, interestingly enough, my my parents went to go watch this wow. movie. Um, I yeah, it somehow made it onto their radar, and they wanted to go check it out they were completely lost in 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 this I, film they, they i see that yes they were just like this was the the most weird bizarre movie i've ever seen i don't understand like what like why why was there the wavy things why was to, 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 would, would you put this on the same level as like napoleon dynamite and and and, and I like, what no it's if, not a comedy if the, like uh.
1: if the category you're looking at is inscrutable <laughs> rural films i guess so I, I mean yeah they
0: they were more going for the like offbeatness of, <laughs> of, of that it's like this was bizarre right um and, and and yeah i was just like no like this is nothing like napoleon dynamite this is nothing like nacho Libre, which is another <laughs> one that they mentioned uh i was just like this is this is not even in the same ballpark <laughs> but i thought that was the funniest thing in the world <laughs> we <We've- laughs>
1: Bless your parents for remembering the films Napoleon oh, Dynamite and Nacho Libre. Two of my
0: dad's favorite.
1: Wow,
0: films. Might I add, up there with
1: Dodgeball. <laughs> wow. wow, what a contemporary dad! He doesn't like any movies from his own youth. He likes right? all the movies from your youth. <laughs> uh, we've talked about signs. I, when watching Nope, it reminded me a lot of annihilation and after the spoiler warning i want to talk about why
0: sure absolutely absolutely um yeah i i don't have enough good things to say about, mm-hmm. about this if you've not seen it yet go check it out uh if it's up on streaming services by the time you are checking this out who knows when that may Hi. be this might be two years down the road you're watching <laughs> this who knows
1: Uh, right it's the 20th anniversary of nope your generation has its own new nope Hey, remember youtube (laughs) let's go look up
0: (laughs) reviews of that movie nope (laughs) um so cool let me pull up uh box office mojo here as i like to do on on these spoiler casts uh so this it it looks like it did not get an international release uh so it only released Hmm. domestically uh, where to date it has made forty nine million dollars, uh, forty nine point uh, one four. Uh, so it's doing pretty good. And then I found mm-hmm. another article that was interesting. Uh, this is also f- from Box Office mo- 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 Mojo um, that says Nope Day views b- b- to forty four million, the best. For an original film since 2019's *Us* by Jordan Peele, oh, wow! <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. um, which which at the time made 71.1 million. That was in uh in April of 2019, uh, and then of course we've had the pandemic. Uh, yeah, here, um, so. The one that had the most sense then was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with 41 million. Um, huh. So interesting.
2: Nice. Interesting
0: stuff. But uh, yeah, it seems to be doing pretty well. I think reviews are mostly positive uh, and mm-hmm. all of that good stuff. Um, but with that, I think this is a good time for us to take a quick break, do some housekeeping. And then we, we, when we come back, We will Mm -hmm. dive into spoilers. So we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots. And we'd love it if you check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, Patreon.com The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. A big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. Thank you all so much. Uh, It means a lot. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cool things that we have been up to here at the Whatnots on our podcast called The Review Show. uh, We have uh, been covering all sorts of cool things recently. Um, Melissa, do you want to share some of the, the, the things that we've been talking about?
1: Yes. Our most recent episode is about a Netflix German language four episode drama series called The Billion Dollar Code. Yeah. It's based on a true story of the small German software company in like 1995 that made the predecessor to Google Earth and thought they were on top of the game until Google Earth came out. And they're like, wait a minute, that's ours. The show is yep. a flashback to those times and a look at the, uh, it, it, the the trial set in 2014. A look at the trial. They are taking Google to trial to say, no, we created this software. We deserve the credit.
0: Yeah, yeah. It 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 was a lot of fun. Uh, to to watch that. We we were super excited because we had covered yeah. halt and Catch Fire, uh, in the <sighs> p- p- past and uh, a a favorite show. Show of mine, which is also a German sh- show on Netflix called Dark. Uh, and yeah. this sh- show shared a couple actors from that. Uh-huh. So we were just like, this is like the perfect sh- show for us right. to ch- check out. Uh, so right up our alley. Indie. Could be
1: right up your alley. Like I said, it's only four episodes. If you've been wanting to take a look at foreign uh, television series, you could start with the billion dollar code.
0: Absolutely. Uh, And then on the captain's log, uh, Melissa, Yeo and I made some bingo cards for all the Marvel announcements that will be happening between Comic-Con and D23. Now, like we said, Comic-Con has already happened. So we have a number of those uh, those bingo squares already filled out on our own. Uh We still have D23 to look forward to uh, in what, like a month?
1: or so month ish it's sometime in September month and a half I don't know exactly when
0: uh-uh. like that so uh, yeah we will be discussing all of the Marvel announcements and what mm-hmm. have you on the captain's log as well um, but yeah that is about all the housekeeping that we got for right now let's get into spoilers <coughs> Here we are. Um, so we normally cover movies in our spoiler cast, but just by kind of doing the broad strokes of the plot Uh and using that as a jumping off point.
1: Uh, Melissa, do you want to start this one? Yeah, this movie's got a very striking opening. Uh, it opens on footage uh, not seen in the trailers. You have no context for it yet. You don't know how it fits into the story. You don't learn for quite a while. You're looking at a TV set, a, like a multi-cam sitcom TV set that is in absolute havoc. There's like a body lying on the floor. The audience stands are empty. Like there's no camera people. There's no staff around. Mm-hmm. It's covered in blood. It looks like a disaster. And there is a chimpanzee also covered in blood roaming the set. Uh, And in the middle of all this havoc, some actor's shoe has come off and their shoe is balanced perfectly on the heel, standing perfectly upright in the middle of all this chaos.
0: Eerie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I, I saw that. I didn't know what to think of that at first. I was still wondering, like, is that like... One of those, like, animated logos for a production company somehow. The
1: the audio for this scene does play over uh, the production company logos that precede it. Yes.
0: Yeah. So I, I was still just like, what is this the start? What's, ha- what's happening? <laughs> <a> very, here?
1: <laughs> this is a very in-depth production company logo. <laughs> right. This? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and then shortly after that, we get like this really long credits yeah. uh which again not something we saw from trailers we're not sure what we're looking at uh and it is kind of going through this like tunnel-like shape with what seems to be these like bed sheet mm, siding right. things on you don't yeah, know it, what uh, it is but it's inching closer it- to a television with the the guy on the wh- wh- horse, the yeah, like, very it's... first moving pictures. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, not in that it's literally in the same scene. It's just a a visualization. We go through this weird soft tunnel, and then at the end, the next image that appears is uh, man on horse, filmed by Edward Moybridge.
0: Yeah. Um, J- 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 jumping a head a bit to spoilers we find out that that is the inside of the alien uh that is like yeah. his mouth or his asaf esoph- who, who knows what um but yeah that is the inside of the alien there but you don't find Wild. that until later on in the yeah i was film.
1: you don't again spoiler we're in the spoiler section we can throw it out of order you know we can play jazz with this
2: Oh, yeah.
1: uh, the one of the major twists of this movie is that you think you're dealing with a ufo that may contain aliens no the ufo is the alien that is not a ship that is a creature so when i first saw this i thought this is some sort of like an air duct or something some sort of like a sucker tube in a ufo yeah and right yeah later it's revealed to be an organ an intestine
0: yeah <laughs> Kind of wild. uh We'll mm-hmm. get back to the d- the design of the creature in a bit here, <sighs> but um yeah. And then from there we get we we get to meet the Haywoods. They're they're mm-hmm. on the set of a commercial where they need a wh- wh- horse, and the Haywoods uh are a- a- animal h- h- handlers in h- Hollywood. It seems like they work mainly with h- horses um they Mm. they have a whole Heywood hollywood horses that is the company name indeed uh and yeah the main character uh, oj uh he is (laughs) a very quiet character uh Mm. doesn't really like to do public speaking or he he just he just likes to chill in in the back in the back uh he's waiting for his sister Admiral to come and give the spiel of who they are and all the safety stuff that they need to be aware of, but she's running late and things quickly go wrong. Thankfully, no one gets too hurt in that thing. I don't think it hits it. It just hits a right. I think the horse just knocks something over. But
1: yeah, it like kicks and hits a light stand or something
0: yeah um but they opt then what if we don't use a horse and we use like a green screen like horse machine thing that we can just cgi <laughs> in right um and with that it we learn that the haywood ranch is struggling that they they yeah need some money that f- fast um
1: we We are skipping over the scene before this, which is the flashback to uh, O.J. working on the farm with his dad, the incredible Keith David. Mm -hmm. Didn't know he was in the film. Uh, And his dad's riding around on a horse while he's like, O.J., go back up to the house. See if your sister's ready to come down and help us. And O.J. hears some sounds. It sounds almost like hail, like there's small objects hitting the ground. And he turns around and his dad like slumps off the horse is grievously injured takes him to the hospital he dies debris supposedly fell off of a plane and there's a quarter that like was launched down from the sky and embedded itself eye. like directly into his eye and his head trauma killed him yeah so it's wild yeah so the family's reeling from this it's it's left to OJ to really handle the business he was always closest to the business but he's not He's very good with the animals, but he's not much of a people person. That's Emerald, who doesn't care as much about the business. She has so many different side hustles that she lists off when they go to the set. She's like, also, let me know if you need acting, co-writing, makeup, sewing clothes. I can ride a motorcycle and make really good grilled cheeses.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she 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 is perfect for just like speaking mm. in public and holding yeah. pe- people's attention she is bl- 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 old and she knows what to do but she's also kind of free-spirited aloof mm. might be a good word in a way that's just like oh you you might be doing too much yeah here. yeah like let, let's let's rein in it rein it in a bit um and yeah, they, they make for, for an interesting combination. Um, but uh, yeah, they are struggling for money uh, and they decide to sell some of the horses to this local like sideshow tourist attraction, uh, which yeah. is a like Western themed town uh, that mm. also is, is like the set for a TV show at, or, or <laughs> s- something like that. Um and it's run by Steven Yoon's character.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jupiter Park. I, th- I think he's got it. I don't think that's his given name. I think Jupiter is his nickname because it's like the name of a, a kid he played in a movie. Mm-hmm. He was famous for being uh, like one of the characters in this Western comedy called Kid Sheriff. And so now <laughs> he has this like uh, fake Wild West Town attraction that he runs called Jupiter's Claim. And you can there's a photo op of like the poster of kid sheriff. That's like all these kids, like, like the poster for holes. It's all these kids looking down into a well. And so you can go and peer down a well. And then at the bottom of the well is a camera that takes your photo. Uh, (laughs) And so OJ has been selling him the horses, but always with the intention of I'm going to buy the horses back, you know, when I get up on my feet. Yeah. And uh, uh, Jupiter takes him up to, to his office. We see that it's it's covered with all these collectibles and memorabilia from his, his child actor days. Uh, all this stuff for Kid Sheriff. <laughs> and then he's like, you know, normally I, I would charge people to view this portion of my office, but I like you too. I'm going to show you for free. And he opens the secret door. <laughs> and behind the secret door is a museum of the sitcom he was on as a kid after Kid Sheriff called Gordy's Home. Yeah, And this is the show we were seeing at the beginning of the movie. It was about a family. It seems like maybe the dad was a rocket scientist and he took his astronaut chimp home. I think that's the premise. And in one infamous episode, Gordy's birthday, uh, a balloon, the balloons is part of the birthday party set, and a balloon suddenly popped, and the chimpanzee actor went berserk and tore the set apart and grievously injured possibly even killed people uh and and jupiter was one of the few to get out of there intact yeah um so let's uh, let's
0: back up a bit here one of the first things that i want to talk about is the mystery of this Uh (laughs) film right i i think from the very start this film does a great job of just throwing clue after clue after yeah. clue, and you don't realize it un- 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 t- until down the road from yeah the keys and stuff, the like the debris yeah. that supposedly fell off the plane to the credit sequence to just all the space themed stuff in this movie mm-hmm. um, from the name Jupiter's claim, yeah. right? Uh, to the, the Fry's, uh, store that they go go, go to, which has a, like, UFO, like, little thing in their logo.
1: Right. Um, uh, are you aware of Fry's Electronics? I, I know
0: of the name, I think, because you've mentioned it on the <laughs> captain's roll- log.
1: Fry's Electronics, not a local company. I don't know if they ever built any in Missouri. It was just a name I would occasionally hear in entertainment when I was a kid. And then my favorite podcast, Podcast the Ride, which is all about unnecessarily themed entertainment, did an episode on <laughs> Fry's Electronics stores, which are like a Best Buy or a Circuit City or something. These massive warehouses. But every store would have a specific theme to it. This one's ancient Egypt themed. You know, this one is pirate themed. (laughs) And one one of them was U F O
0: themed. Yeah,
1: right. One of them was UFO themed. Like this is I want I need to impress upon people. This was not made up for the movie. It's not like they took a real store and like made it UFO themed. That existed naturally to begin with. It was already (laughs) in the world don't and make it up your real world you're living in all Fry's electronics are closed but at one time yes you could go buy a <laughs> dvd player from a place with a big spaceship out in front
0: yeah uh i think even the like little like cart vehicle that oj rides around is a polaris uh, uh, uh like it, oh like, yeah is the, 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 the company name on on that so there's just there's just so much stuff that has yeah some kind of space or alien theme to it um which is really fascinating that like from the start that's what they're doing uh i think also the fact that the father got hit in the eye uh yeah with with this thing is it, it maybe a less direct one but could also be seen as a clue for what happens down the road as uh there is kind of this theme of like watching and eyes yeah. and things that yes. you see and, and and things that you don't see right uh so yeah mm-hmm. he gets hit in the eye with 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 this and the thing that sca- that spooks the ho- ho- horse is that it saw its reflection and looked itself in the yes. eyes um you can't look the alien in the eye. That's what they figured out, that it is mm-hmm. like a creature in that sense, that it does not like to be looked at in that way. way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought they like looking back on the film, like stuff like that, like those details, I thought were fantastic. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, there's 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 all sorts of little small details yeah. in here that, that are just like, oh, that's cool.
1: I, I think I heard New Rockstars is going to do a breakdown of this. And there's you, you look up on YouTube. Nope, explained. And you'll find so many videos. But New Rockstars is, is my personal favorite for like the amount of detail they go into looking at things like this, like mm-hmm. the Polaris branded little like drive around vehicle to get around your farm all those thematic ties and little Easter eggs like that. Uh, And their video isn't up yet. So I watched other ones and I'm like, I know there's more. I know there's a lot out there. I just got to wait for the right YouTube video to bring these details to me.
0: (laughs) Indeed. Um, Yeah. And and then I I guess similarly, the movie is also broken up into chapters uh, yeah, and something that I didn't realize until yeah, I started to look up some like Easter egg st- stuff is that all of the chapters, the name of the chapter, uh, is the name of the character or the creature that dies in that chapter, yeah. except for one the horse named Lucky, which is actually yeah. named that it Lucky is Lucky lives, Lucky, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. but, but but yeah, each title is the name of a horse or a character or something, and that character dies in that chapter, uh which is something that yeah, I I didn't pick up on. And then afterwards, I was yeah. like, "Yeah, oh, that's cool." Like, <laughs> I, I I wouldn't have no no known that.
1: I I did see that they were all names of horses, but I didn't or like the pivotal horse in that scene, like the right, one right, that right. runs yeah. away or gets sucked up by the UFO creature. But yeah, I, I didn't. Pull together exactly. Oh, all of them die, except for Lucky. That's yeah. very nice. I love a movie with chapter titles.
0: Good stuff, indeed. Um, so, yeah, do,
1: do, you, do you have... Uh, let's,
0: let's move on a little bit. I do want to talk, talk, talk about Stephen Yoon's character here. Because Me too. This is where I think it starts to bring in its kind of main theme theme of the movie there. But mm. What what were your your thoughts?
1: One of the most striking images in the trailer was we see Stephen Yeun in his uh the cowboy the ringmaster outfit given the wild west show. With all these people in the crowd and there's a woman wearing a veil and the wind like lifts the veil up and we see that her face is very very injured. And it mm-hmm. immediately reminded me of the real life story of a, a family that did keep a chimpanzee as a pet. And then the chimpanzee uh, did go berserk and maul a, a close family friend who was one of his co-caretakers. Yeah, I, I had watched a video about this. It's from the YouTube channel Fascinating Horror, who does these little like 10, 15 minute mini documentaries about Horrific historical tales like this. It's a really good YouTube channel. It goes into detail, really explains everything to you, gives you every step of the story, and tells you. And after this bad thing happened, this is uh, rules and regulations and processes that were put in place to make sure that doesn't happen again. So I'd watched that video once because it was a news item that I vaguely remembered. And when I saw that imagery in the trailer, uh, that's immediately what it reminded me of. But I thought, mm-hmm. well, that really could be anything. Maybe she was in a fire. I can't tell from this brief glimpse of this woman what injury she has been through. Uh, and so then when the movie opened with that chimpanzee, I thought, oh, oh, wow, I actually got that right, I think. I think I guessed correctly. Yeah. <laughs> and it is a, a similar story sort of to what happened to, to that family. Uh. it was a chimpanzee that they kept as a pet. Like really it's, it it seemed like they really valued him as a member of the family. I think his name was Travis. (laughs) And one day, like something just went wrong. They theorized that like the, the family friend had a haircut. And so he didn't like a drastic haircut. So he looked at her and Uh, didn't know this is the woman I've known. I, I like, I don't recognize her. And she was like bringing him his favorite toy. And instead he read it as, this is a stranger. I don't know who has taken my favorite toy from me. That's what people think happened to sort of uh, snap him into this mode. Yeah. It's such a a sad story, although it does end with that woman. She lives and science does like transplant her a face. It's so eerie and sad, but it's also kind of like, wow, way to go science. I can't believe you could transplant a face. Way to go doctors. It's, kind of a haunting story but watching this movie gave me this weird sense of gratitude for oh cosmically there's a reason why i know that story and it's so that i can better appreciate this movie that echoes that story (laughs) like i didn't know i was doing homework to watch nope years later um uh, but yeah, I, I had that theory going into the movie and I was surprised that I actually got it right in this movie that could have gone a thousand different ways. And there's a theme in this movie that stands out to me is the importance of documentation in the spiel that okay. Emerald Gill gives to that film crew. The one that's in the trailer where she's talking about how uh, they're the great, great, great grandchildren of that man on the horse. She mentions that everybody knows the name of the man who filmed the man and the horse. Nobody knows the name of the jockey, which is true. You know, the name that they use in the movie is a name Jordan Peele had to make up. Truly, nobody knows the name of that black jockey who actually rode the horse. And then Stephen Yun's character has this museum of this TV show he was on that lasted like less than two seasons before it was canceled uh, because the chimpanzee star attacked all its co-stars and had to be put down, had to be (laughs) shot. And it seems almost ghoulish that he has this, but you imagine like, maybe that's part of his healing, is like, if he didn't keep the memories of this thing around, maybe it would disappear forever, and he doesn't want it to disappear forever. Like, if he didn't keep this, would anybody keep this? Who would remember the TV show Gordy's Home? Who would associate all the all the life and pain associated with Gordy's home. And this echoes, I think, Emerald and OJ when they're trying to get footage of this this UFO and the, and the cinematographer they work for who's see- seeking out, like, that perfect shot. There's sort of this need to document things just to, like, prove that they happened, to prove that they were real and that they affected real people's lives. Yeah. Uh, and that's something that really... I, I don't think it's one of the major themes people are talking about. But as well, somebody who is really into lost media searches, that's the one that that I came away with. I, I don't
0: think you're wrong. I, I think th- from what I've seen, pe- people have just been using a different word per se mm. and have been taking it slightly differently. The thing I keep seeing tossed around is humanity's kind of fascination, if not addiction, with spectacle. Um, This Mm -hmm. idea that, yeah, we 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 often take these traumas, these uh, these traumatic events, and then for one in one way or another, like need to chase it and capture it. And like you said, document it Mm -hmm. or uh, need to monetize it. Uh, Maybe that's a way to cope. Maybe that that's probably not a good way to cope, but I think that's what the like Hollywood machine often mm-hmm. d- does, right? Is it takes these tragic stories and then here we are watching a movie about like, r- 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 right? Like you went to go watch this YouTube video on Kevin the monkey that did, right? <laughs> like <laughs>
1: uh, so- Which I watched. I, and I'm not the sort of person who like seeks out these horror stories. It truly well, really was sure, like a like, news item I vaguely remembered from my youth, and I'm like, "Did that really happen? When was that? How how did that happen? Did that lady survive?" And so I sure. watched the video to sure. like answer those questions for me. It was in 2009. I was shocked sure. to find out it was that recent. I thought that happened when I was a child. Sure, my brain yeah, just the- immediately learned it and then fogged it up. Like, don't think about that too hard.
0: Yeah. I mean, the 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 point is that people like to document all, all sorts of stuff, mm. right? Uh, for all sorts of different reasons and traumatic events. I, I feel like people respond to them in so many different ways for yeah. better or for worse. And you would almost kind of think that, hey, a traumatic event like this chimpanzee this monkey Mm. going around and beating people half to death would be something you would want to forget and move on Mm -hmm. from uh but steven yoon has kind of kept this secret room Mm -hmm. there to uh, to document it in a weird way but the way he's explaining it and like talking about the event is also Mm. just so bizarre that it like yeah like i I just i felt so bad for him like man like he's kind of stuck with with this like it's it's almost too crazy to be true that he then Mm -hmm. has to be like well no one's really gonna believe me but i feel like i need to share my story but the only way Mm -hmm. to then like relate that story is like saturday night live you saw that one skit right. where they recreated it right like oof, that Kattan. actor was a force Chris mother of nature
1: Kattan, right, right.
0: <laughs> like it's just like there's this deep-seated sadness there is that, yes um that I, that I think the film is really really trying to get at right the the, obs- the obsession that that the Haywood's go through of trying to capture this on mm-hmm.
2: film. Mm-hmm.
0: That one filmmaker who, by the end of the movie, chooses to die filming it as he gets sucked in into the just to get yeah. that perfect shot that no one will see.
1: Yeah, and that he admits nobody should see this. This yeah. is like too strong an element for in, in like no human being should see an image like this. But I need to know that it has been captured. It has been preserved, even if it is then immediately swallowed.
0: Yeah. So it, it's just, yeah, that is the kind of overall theme of the movie that I saw and that I've seen mm-hmm. people talking about. Yeah, it's just that, like. People just want to capture this stuff, just watch a spectacle that like you. You see a a wreck in the street and you can't help but look as you drive Mm -hmm. by by, by. like that is what this film is talking about.
1: Um, I I think so. But there is also an element of the more we record about a spectacle, the spectacle, the more we're going to get about the actual stories behind it. It's not just, wow, look, we were able to film a horse and freeze the film and prove when a horse trots like all four of its hooves leave the ground. That's why that was filmed. It was like a bet this guy had with his friends. And he's like, I'm going to film a horse and I'm going to show you. And we lost the the identity of the jockey along the way. Yeah. You know, the people might have heard, oh, did you hear about, you know, why they canceled Gordy's home? That chimpanzee snapped and killed everybody. But the Stephenian keeps the stuff to sort of preserve the story of, uh, it's also the sort of part of his ringmaster act. You know Mm -hmm. he takes people into this like sideshow room almost, but he's he's making that part of like living history. Like his co-star who was on the show, like she is there in the audience. She's his special guest who he invited. Yeah. Like, and it's not like she's made. And he like mentions like, hey everybody, welcome to the show. I'm here. I want to thank my lovely wife. My kids are going to be helping me out here. I want to thank Mary Ellen my old friend, my first crush, you know, and like she's mentioned, but she isn't made like a let's all look, let's all look at the woman who had her face ripped off by a chimp like that. It it, there are parts of this that are this. Yeah, there are parts of this that are the sideshow like let's stare at the car accident, but also part of it is you're going to stare at the car accident and you're going to say, wow, a car accident. But you are also going to think about every all the pain and every mm-hmm. life tied with that car accident. The yeah. more you look at it, the more you're going to get of that also. The, the more documentation and records you have, the, the closer you are getting to the real thing and all of the real life tied to that thing.
0: It's kind of his att- attempt to not be forgotten, like the, the, yeah. the Joggy, right? To, to keep that roam. Uh, with all of the stuff because then he can tell his st- his right. story his side of it um but here's one thing that i found today mm. that was interesting uh i took a picture of it i don't know why i did it not just like the t- the tweet uh because then i <laughs> pulled it up but i i screenshotted it and it's on my phone so it's not something that i can pull up mm. on the screen here uh but this is a tweet from jordan Peele. Uh, from November 30th, 2014. Wow. dreamt that a baby chimp attacked some people, then ran to me and hugged me all, ska- all scared. I woke up with, t- 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 with tears streaming down my th- face. Hashtag t- tag. Bruh. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, Prophetic. There you go yeah uh that must have been on his mind for some Mm. time uh and then made this here so wild stuff um Mm -hmm. but yeah so we got we get to meet steven yoon and his character and what he's up to uh and then this is where things start being strange this is where all the strangeness really starts coming in Um, we, so what, what, what is the, the first thing that happens? Do you remember? Uh, is it that one of the horses gets?
1: I think so. Yeah, I think it's, it's OJ and Emerald ba- back at the house. Uh, and like Emerald, I think, has moved out, but she's like staying the night there because it's so far out, you know, so far away from wherever it is she lives or wherever her friends are. Yeah. And they're, they're having a drink. They got into their dad's old liquor cabinet. You know, he only died about six months ago. So it's still, like, pretty fresh. And they're still, like, realizing these changes in their lives uh, in good and bad ways. Like, oh, I never realized if dad's dead, we can drink his whiskey with no consequences. He can't get mad at us. So, like, they're, they're having a drink. They're playing old records. And I think she spots... Yeah, one of the horses is like loose out in the like um training pen. So yeah, like, why isn't right. the, the horse, you know, in its stable? And so OJ goes out there to get it. And then I think the power goes out at the house and OJ's chasing the horse out in the field and he sees something kind of swoop through the sky.
0: Yeah. And what's what was interesting about. That- First is when the creature, which you still don't know it's a creature yet um right when it takes these horses, there's this like twister tornado that almost comes yeah. and like sucks it up, uh which is interesting, so there is this like force of nature about it as well, but it's so strange, it's so specific that it only gets that one horse and he looks back and it's just not there anymore um and it it happens a couple times enough where they're like hey we should look into this like we should we should get some cameras and stuff like that right <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to to see like well, at first they're just they're unsure of what happens but once it starts happening repeatedly they're like all right some fucked up shit is happening here yeah what if this is aliens i saw something in the sky we don't know so they they buy a bunch of cameras that they can uh control with with, on their computer
1: yeah security cameras Yeah, yeah that have like the like you know motorized heads that you can move at any angle
0: But they've also noticed that whenever this thing, whatever it is, comes around, the power goes out. So they have one camera hooked up on like a backup battery just in case of like, Mm -hmm. hey, this will still work even if the power
1: goes out. And I think it's set up to where they have a network of cameras and it's like, okay, if this one goes down, the other one will automatically move to point at that camera so it can see what might have knocked its power out
0: yeah uh so what is this character's name the guy that works angel at angel that's right which um,
1: I, and that's a line in the trailer in the second trailer i think uh uh-huh. where he comes you see him come and set up the the cameras and he's like uh, good luck to you guys looking for a UFO. Hey, my supervisor's going to call you and ask you to give a rating, and then we see Emerald say, five, five stars, stars, Angel. Five, five stars. stars. Right, and in the trailer you think that's just like a <laughs> a term of endearment. Yeah. I liked knowing that his name literally is Angel. So- <laughs> Here's the thing.
0: It could be on hell. Like that is. It could be. It certainly could be. Because when she looked right? at his name tag and just said his name, of 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 course that like that's the that that is the like Americanized pronunciation. Right. They're you like, expect oh, expect
1: that to be the joke, Angel. yeah. Uh,
0: so I I I thought his character was interesting at first, and for for a lot of it, it feels like he's just there. I mean, he kind of <laughs> is, right? He just kind of I like a- attaches it. himself to to these. I do people. like he's that. Like, I know you're up to so- something here. I think it's aliens, <laughs>
1: right? Like he's he mentions he's just been through a breakup. He's really lonely. He helps him set all this stuff up, and he's like, he mentions that he's got like software, like he can get in the back end and see everything the recording. So he's like, I'll help you guys out. I'll check up on you, and they're like, No, we're fine. Uh, but he's secretly doing it anyway, and so he yeah. gets roped into uh to all the UFO capturing antics at the end of the movie. I do love when there is a small incidental character introduced for a practical reason who just refuses to leave the narrative.
0: <laughs> I I kind of like that to be yes. honest. Like it's just he's so much just like uh, oh, this guy still at first, but then he's actually like he's kind of cool
1: like <laughs> right he's <laughs> as like few boundaries as he has he turns out to be pretty nice
0: yeah um so a, a couple things with this guy's character uh so according to interview <laughs> <laughs> apparently he was supposed to die in the original uh, script, that it. makes sense. Um, but and yeah, you there's a, a a scene at the end when it's like, well, that that's that was probably when he was gonna die mm. right there. Because ooh man, I I like I I'm not what one for wh- horror f- films for for the most part, right? And so this was maybe the most scared I was is at the end of the film when he is wrapped up in that tarp and all that barbed wire and the alien is about to get 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 get, get, get him I was just like oh man like i like i can't even look at this like this is awful <laughs> uh, thankfully that that's not exactly what yeah. ha- happened. um but a, so, supposedly they changed it because He insisted that the story was not done; that there Mm -hmm. is more of Nope to be told, a potential sequel. Uh, And Jordan Peele agreed to change the fate of his character. (laughs) So who knows exactly what that means, or if that's true, or uh, who knows what? But supposedly, what
1: what is the sequel to Nope called? Uh-uh. No way. Uh-uh. <laughs> just, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. <Nuh-uh. laughs> um.
0: But I mean, yeah. Like, like they they could do a sequel with that. I mm-hmm. I don't think they need one in this. I was super satisfied with this. Yes. I, s- I would like to see Jordan Peele do a sequel to one of his films because he has not done that yet. Mm-hmm. Um. And this just happens to be the one I was most interested in. So sure. Um, But here. So here's where I'm going to mention something interesting. It's not necessarily about Angel, but his name also kind of sparks that. Um, Mm -hmm. So the design of this creature, this alien. Yeah, of course, at first you think it's a spaceship, right? Because it is this flying saucer like thing. It is round it's kind of sharp on the it's cylindrical but it's like sharp on the edge maybe a little bit bulged out in the center it has this like it's flying saucer shaped yeah
1: exactly. i do want to say i do want to say that when you're on the ground and you're looking up at it it's this big beige circle with a dark hole in the middle and it looks like you're looking up at a giant cowboy hat
0: sure or just like a single cell amoeba, right? Th- this this like one celled c- creature. Um. So apparently, Jordan Peele also confirmed. Uh, in in interview. Let me see if I can find. Uh, this thing. This is in a article from slash dot com that was published uh July twenty fifth. Um, And it says this influential this influential uh, anime inspired the final uh, alien design in Nope. Uh, And of course, it says major spoilers, but it goes down to be like, "Hey, these are kind of based on the designs from Neon Genesis Evangelion. (laughs) The creatures uh, in there that they fight are called angels." Um, And oh
1: yes, that's right.
0: Yeah, Uh, and it lists two of them. There's one I'm I'm showing it on on uh, screen. Damn it! I hit the wrong button again. Screamy. It was at the end of the show. Uh, th- th- yeah, it's doing the end of the show thing again. Good night, I everyone. Hit the wrong button. Uh, there you go. Okay, and we're back. Apologies about that <laughs> again. I hit the wrong button because I am a big old dum dum. Uh, yes, this is one of the <laughs> angels from uh neon genesis evangelion uh it's on screen right now on the youtube version but it's just this big Mm. it's this big like flying saucer shape that looks like in Mm -hmm. eyeball i cannot speak um and then they have a second one that they show that is this more like flowy blankety kind of uh thing thing here i'm seeing it i thought that was fascinating uh that's cool this is not something i thought of while watching this i actually saw this in the notes section of wikipedia in like real small text like in there and i just happened to see it i was like that's cool uh but yeah of course uh that one character's name is angel so that's might neat also be a tip of the hat uh to
1: wow. there i have so. only the most cursory knowledge uh, of e- evangelion i think i watched the first handful of episodes in college and was like i i gotta tap out <laughs> i'm already doing college <laughs> do you know how many piles of poetry i have to read i can't also do this so yeah. i didn't pick up on that at all but that's really fun to learn i yeah. only spotted the canada slide
0: Yes, which uh, happens at the the end of of the film. That one was I just pumped at that. I was like, yeah, I like that. Cool. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, I I thought that was interesting. But what did you think of the way that this creature looked?
1: Uh, uh, Including its final form? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so like I said, it looks almost like a flying saucer. And then this like big black hole opens up in the bottom. And when you look up at it, it does it does look like a flying hat, which I really liked. I don't know if that was intentional, but I thought it was funny. Like you've got the big inflatable Steven Yun on top of his, uh, on top of <laughs> Jupiter's claim wearing a cowboy hat. And this is like the granddaddy of all cowboy hats is going to come <laughs> and suck him up. Hat eats hat. <laughs> but when it reaches its final form This is when uh, I transcend it. It is incredible. Okay. (laughs) First of all, the fact that the spaceship is the alien, a wonderful twist. I I don't think I've seen that before. Uh, And then the way it changes, when you see it evolve, it like unfolds and it looks like it's made out of fabric. It looks like a hot air balloon. It looks like the Tissue sails paper. of a giant ship. Yeah. Yes. And it just keeps like unfolding and growing. And when it's like opening its mouth, it's just like, Peacocking. it's like, it's yeah. right. it it's just, like opening all these sails. It all looks like this. It, it looks like it's made out of silk. I never dreamed of anything that looks like this. I never thought I would see this. And I was. Absolutely awestruck. Like it is one of the most magical moments I have had in a movie looking cool. at this creature. <laughs> I can't I can't yeah. tell you enough what a number this alien did on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's it
0: for sure is a fascinating design. I don't think I've seen something quite like it. Right. Like,
2: yeah,
0: when you think of an alien, you think of like a xenomorph or for like one of those uh-huh. little, little green men with the big heads and the big eye or maybe it's g- gray skinned. Right. But it, it right. is it maybe has it's a one
1: eyed one flying purple people eater.
0: You heard it here first folks <laughs> um, I, uh, but yeah, like you, you you expect some kind of like physicality in yeah in, in just not in a way that it's like oh it's thin it's like fabric thin yes yes like that. it's just it was not what i expected at all I, it was wild i
1: love like it's not based on any human or animal shape like i said it, it's yeah. like you looked at the sails on a ship and was like that i want that please animate that for me it's oh it's so wonderful and like this is why i thought about annihilation when you mm-hmm. get to which is also a a cosmic horror movie and I would approximately call Nope a cosmic horror movie, also, sure, but yeah. more less horror and more cosmic, cosmic awe, cosmic respect. It's adjacent to cosmic horror, and when Natalie Portman goes to the lighthouse where that asteroid first crash landed and started the whole annihilation, it's mm-hmm. this like cosmic butthole. It's like one of those, like, wiggly <laughs> handjob tubes you can win at a carnival. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's utterly, like, non-Euclidean. You stare into it and it just keeps, like, warping in and out at you. This reminded me a lot of that. Kind of I in shape and form, but it looks more... Whereas that looked like this sort of cosmic, organic thing have this alien that like i said looks like fabric an alien that takes the form of billowing silk yeah so yeah. different
0: absolutely absolutely yeah it's uh even the way that like t- towards the end when that like green square keeps like flashing out like that yes! R- yes! reminded me of like a camera taking oh yeah like each of that's a great note i mean because yeah like the the whole movie like they're trying to look at this thing they're trying to capture it on film uh and meanwhile this thing is kind of watching them right uh there is this like again a big theme of watching things and eyeballs and all sorts of stuff um yeah it just the it, the whole thing is just kind of spiraling in on, on its health and it's neat um but yeah that that just boom was just like what Ooh. am i looking at this is wild uh-huh so great creature design indeed um but, he, but yeah so uh they got the cameras all hooked up they got the things uh they do a big old funny number where the power goes out but then the one camera that works is being covered up by a praying mantis um, yeah it just <laughs> just so happens to, to be on there she's like i hope you like sour patch kids and like trying to right, throw things out <laughs> yeah um I I thought that was really funny. Uh, I did like because there's the bit in the trailer where you see like the top part of some creature like by the counter. Yes. um, Yes. Right. And you think like they are going to be like physically fighting these creatures that are their size, all this stuff. Um, And yeah, it turns out that after uh, Emerald stole uh one of the like a, a plastic ho- i'm not I'm sure what it's made out of but these like Gee, like a six foot tall statues. fiberglass
1: rearing horse from the outside of jupiter's claim yeah
0: yeah uh steven yoon's character s- sends his kids to go f- f- like fuck with them to to like go go scare them and they're in their alien <laughs> outfit outfits what? and they're so that's cute. The thing.
1: Yeah. I I liked that scene a lot. I don't know if he sent them or if the kids just That's did this of true. their own yeah. volition. Like, how dare you <laughs> mess with our dad? Right. They're little rascals. They're the they're <laughs> the kids of one of the kid sheriffs. Like they're gonna get up to stuff. They're not gonna wait for an adult to tell them what they what to do. This town yeah. is theirs. Uh but there was bits of this in the trailer, and of course the trailer makes you think this is an alien. Right. So God. I want to talk about how this movie is shot because we are out there in the dark so often. Like, this is the countryside. There's the moon in the sky and that's it. What mm-hmm. few lights there would be around are are shut off. Like, the electricity goes out when this creature is near. So yeah. it's so dark. I really admired that this movie let itself be that visually dark you know, it's, it's just like Daniel Kaluuya's eyes glowing in the night. Which,
0: yeah, like that. I think to me is especially in that scene when when the kids are
1: yes, yes. trying to
0: smoke him there. Um, like that is something that is so striking about that that yeah. scene. Right? Is his his skin t- t- tone is so dark in the first place that his eyes just glow right. and it's like, it's haunting. It's just like, Oh, this is so cool. This looks awesome. Um, uh-huh. and, and then yeah, he ends up punching one of them. They're just like, ow! like, why would you do that? Right. Man? Like, we're not, we're just here to speak right. you. Like-
1: <laughs> and th- I think that is the most traditionally scary, scary movie scene in the movie. And I do like it being deflated by, Oh no, that's like a 10 year old in a Martian.
0: Mask. <laughs> and he just, punched a 10 year old yeah um, <laughs> yeah th- th- which what i like about this movie is that there's so many different genres in here R- right there is the wh- horror stuff there is the western stuff
2: yeah there is
0: actual comedy in in this t- too the the scene where I, I forget exactly what it is oh it's it's the day after they they the kids try and scare him, and again i i, I I, I don't ever remember his name. Stephen Yoon's character, Jupiter. J.J. Jupiter. Yeah, that's right. When he comes and he's about to enter on the ranch, and they're like, "Nope, you can stay right there." And they just <laughs> have this whole conversation, I just loved. yelling back and God, forth. It's so I, funny. I like. I it, love
1: when he he gives her a thumbs up and he says, <laughs> "Thumbs up." <laughs> like there's there's just genuinely. Funny moments in
0: that, like he there still is. has. Like, he, I mean, he, we all know he has his comedy chops from *Keanu*, right? Like he mm. knows how to do comedy. Um, and God, like, he, like just the way he can mix all of these genres and film styles in one movie just makes it so interesting to watch. And you always feel like you're watching something new. Um, mm-hmm. Because, yeah, by the end of this, when uh, Kiki Palmer's character is going up to the the like Western town, uh, right? The whole thing is shot like a Western as as the like the music in the background that's playing on the speakers in the town is the like
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Like all all that stuff, it's just like it's it's perfect the way they do all of the stuff, and it's just it's such an interesting mix.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, there's a a lot of ideas going on, and it's not until I, I think we're coming up on the scene where uh, Jupiter does have the uh the lasso star experience. <laughs> Jupiter's claim, yep, which is where he's some he has encountered this ship and he's figured out kind of what it is and he thinks i can make this part of my rodeo show uh it's like he's gonna have a horse out there as bait and he's going to like Mm -hmm. lure the spaceship out there and it's going to lasso it's going to suck the horse up into it and that's the equivalent of the lasso show yeah but it goes wrong, like everybody's watching this thing approach and it it takes everything, it takes everybody. It takes poor yeah, Mary yeah. Ellen, who already is missing half her face. She gets sucked up there, the ultimate tragedy. Yeah. It sucks up the Slurpee machines. Uh, and then later, do you, the OJ comes up there and this is when he starts to put together what this thing is. And this is another one of the really excellent twists in this movie where this movie does something I never thought anybody would do in this genre. We've got the ship is the alien, but he looks up at the alien and he thinks about it the way he thinks about his horses. He's like, that's an animal. It's a predatory animal. Like you don't look bad in the eye. That's why it takes people if you look at it if you observe yeah. it, if well, it sees its eyes, if it sees your eyes on it, it will see that as aggression and it will attack you and it'll gobble you up.
0: Yeah. It's also the fact that the horse was still standing there and the horse, yeah, I, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, had blinders on. Uh, I, so I, I think I, so. I, I, I think that was meant to just like, all right, you see straight ahead, go out that way. Right. And that that way it wouldn't get sucked up by the thing but yeah that's not what happened so this is the point where we start to get these clues that like oh this is not a spaceship this is a creature itself right Mm -hmm. um yeah like you said he puts it together that it's a predator don't look at it in the eyes because everyone that's missing here is the audience they would have been looking at this thing that's why they're gone in this ho- ho- horse who's just standing there being a horse yeah right yeah didn't look at it um uh-huh. and and yeah but this is a- also where uh not only does oj put that together but then y- like a- as a viewer you start to put it yeah. together because you get the scene Inside the, the thing now, where it has eaten these people, and they are stuck in this windpipe, this Ooh, bowel yeah. tract, the the this intestine, who knows what? Um, and they are getting eaten up, but they're alive. Like it almost kind of looks like they're in a bounce house that is collapsing yeah. in on itself. Like it's kind of yes. weird but they're all screaming and all that stuff uh the the alien has eaten the horse that had the uh the flags on it so the f- the flags yeah. are sticking out of its mouth hole mm-hmm. i don't know if that's exactly what it is uh but it yeah it's eaten up these things and it's it, like it just It feels like it's chewing on them, but there's no teeth, but there's no like digestive liquid. Right. It's dry up there for a while. You can like see this thing flying around and hear the people inside it screaming, uh, which is just kind of like, ugh, like this is awful. Like they've been screaming that long. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And there's no like waiting area inside where they can be like, well, I'm in the stomach now so ah, uh right there isn't right. a
1: directory <laughs> <laughs> right like you are,
0: are here <laughs> um yeah it's just it's the, the whole thing is bizarre like you don't know exactly how it, it works which i think was a great choice because i expect it to be to have some kind of yeah stomach or like something to break down what it eats or teeth to like grind mm-hmm. it up and chew it but that's not necessarily how an alien works. And so the fact that it. Yeah. We see a bit inside, but we're not even really told how it works. It's not important for the movie. But at the end of the day, you're just like, I don't know how it ate those things. Like, I I, I just don't understand it.
1: Right. <laughs> like we said, it's dry up there. It's just wind. It just eats you with wind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a. Uh, fascinating Fascinating.
1: yeah i the twist that he can take his animal handling skills and apply it to this alien was really inspired i don't know if i've seen anything quite like that before and it's a a nice echo to the flashbacks we get we had a flashback of that day on gordy's home where we see little jupiter park Uh, again i forget what his real name is
2: I'm look that is up. Nickname.
1: yeah but he's here. like a, a hiding under a table he's like kind of obscured by a tablecloth and he's watching all this go down and he sees a Gordy kind of limp over to him and offer him his fist bump like that's what he, those characters did on the show he's like that's the first exploding hip, hip, fist bump in history I helped invent that like he uh, sees the his
0: name was Ricky Park
1: Ricky okay so he's he's he sees the chimpanzee come over to him and like offer him his knuckles, like like he's coming back to the habits he normally knows. He like offers him his knuckles and like then somebody comes in and and shoots him uh, and like gets blood all over little Ricky Park. It's those scenes are so haunting. You've they got are. that perfectly vertical shoe, which is never explained or touched on. We see that he has that shoe in his little Gordy's home museum. But it, it, it brings to mind that line, which is in the movie and was a big part of the first trailer where OJ asks, what's a bad miracle? Is there a name for that? Like, that's sort of what that event was. Like, nobody could have predicted Gordy uh, <laughs> attacking anybody like that. And you can Im- imagine that maybe he was mistreated, but there's—I don't think there's any textual evidence for that. Like he doesn't mention, like, yeah, you know, Gordy worked long hours and they kept him in a box or something. Like we don't know if anything was literally going wrong. There, he could have been very well cared for. He could have been very well handled by like people who really knew what they were doing, but something can just happen. And then everything goes wrong. That may have been a bad miracle. The perfectly still shoe could have been a bad miracle. Even just the
0: the idea of like someone like his character surviving. What's yes. the thing that today would say? Yes. it would be like, "It's a miracle you're still alive, right. alive yeah. or you you didn't get hurt." And it's just like, I mean, sure, I guess in a weird, fucked up way that can be considered a miracle, but. Look at everything that just happened, (laughs) right? Like, that's not a miracle. Yeah,
1: him surviving. Mary Ellen or whatever her name was. Surviving after what she was been through. You could call these miracles, but they are so tinged with tragedy and lifelong hauntedness. Is that a bad miracle?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, So, now that he's figured out that this is, a creature it's not a spaceship Uh Uh, it is the alien Uh, he can kind of put that to use they start to kind of develop a plan to be like okay here's how we get this on camera this is when they employ the services of the cinematographer that was on the commercial uh, who's supposed Uh to be one of the best uh, people out there uh, to do this um, and at first he's reluctant, but yeah, once it t- takes the the all of the people at uh, J- J- at Jupiter's claim, then he's like, okay, something is happening over mm-hmm. there. It might be worth getting this shot. Um, mm-hmm. I yeah. I want
1: to mention that this actor's voice is otherworldly. It's
0: <laughs> absolutely it's it's the it, it is like. What I imagine people sound like when they say, "like Oh, he sounds like John Wayne with the like two razors in his," (laughs) just like he's speaking through barbed wire. It's just, it's gritty. It's just, it's just
1: right. Great
0: great (laughs) voice sounds
1: like Leonard Cohen back from the dead. The fact that we got this guy and Keith David in the same Um, movie is an embarrassment (laughs) of voice riches.
0: We were spoiled for sure.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: um but yeah, so they start developing a plan uh, they eventually come up with the idea to use all of these like wacky wavy arm guys. to yes. to, to like map out where it's at because yeah. they will deflate when they can. Yes. know Where I, it is.
1: I really like this detail that they steal all of these and then they power them with the car batteries. the cars of everybody who was taken from jupiter's claim that day they're like nobody's gonna miss these yeah uh and these are specifically the wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men that do have little smiley faces on them so they have eyes you know this is something that the cre that the alien could register as uh another creature looking at it
0: right yeah um and uh, it's like the night before they're about to execute their plan they're sitting around the table eating dinner, uh, j- just conversing about what the plan is, and I I forget how exactly it comes up, but I- God, that w- what's that actor's name? We we at least have to name him, uh, to to do. He all was this. wonderful. It's- I'm
1: not sure if I know him from anything.
0: Michael Wincott. Wow, um, is the act the actor's name? Uh, he played the characters. <laughs> Named Antlers Hoist uh, was his name. Antlers Hoist. Yeah. Um, What 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 was what is Michael Wincott in? Um, Best known for his role uh, roles, including Guy of Gizborn in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Uh, Okay. Top dollar, the main antagonist in The Crow. Um, Oh, Music mogul Philo Gant in Strange Days, mercenary Frank Elgin in Alien Resurrection, uh, and hacker Adrian Cross in the TV mini series Twenty Four: Live Another Day.
1: Huh. He's
0: been around. He's been in in some stuff here. Uh, I have
1: seen Robin Hood once. I forget all the parts of it that aren't Alan Rickman. So maybe I'll have to watch it again.
0: But man. He starts in the straightest, most ominous yes. way yes. possible. Starts ominous. reciting the lyrics of one-eyed, one-horned flying purple people-eater.
1: <laughs> uh, just slowly. <laughs> and it was like a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people-eater. But he
0: starts with a verse. And that's good like, <laughs> I, I, I don't immediately recognize the actual but like I know the core it was a one-eyed one horrifying right like I, like I recognize that, but i I didn't recognize the verse immediately and and so yeah, he's like saying this thing it's like, oh it's right okay, he's reciting a poem huh he's he this is a strange guy, and then he gets to it was a one-eyed and I was just like, oh my god, like I immediately knew I was like. <laughs> Oh, but they're like, this is so I, dumb, but I love it.
1: I knew from phrase one, I listened to that song very often as a child. And I, so I, was, I. I was disappointed that that was not the end credit song. <laughs> that would
0: have been uh, wild. Now that,
1: you've, now that you've brought up this song, I realize there's a bit in the middle we skipped over, which is uh, one of the like monster attacks right after it goes to Jupiter's. And eats everybody there. It goes to the the, the Haywood house and it like t- t- poops all over their house yeah, it, like, and, like a big bird. he's all over them. I, right. I it know. just douses their house in like blood and like small objects. Like here's part of a seat from the little amphitheater. Here's people's keys. Here's sunglasses. <laughs> just all of this stuff. And it like causes this like storm and all this fog and Angel was at the house and he was driving away and his car is playing sunglasses at night. And when the the alien arrives and the like electricity and like all the power starts to go down. So does his car. And so the song slows way down. And then like, as the aliens kind of moving away, like the car boots back up, but it's still playing that song real slow, which (laughs) is the most vaporwave moment I've seen in cinema. I think that is literal. Just sunglasses at night slowed way down. I think it's literally a song I've heard in a vapor wave mix on YouTube.
0: Probably, probably. Um, yeah, they they have some interesting song choices uh, mm-hmm. in in here for sure, sure, sure. I think yeah, the the scene where it is just peeing on the like it's basically writing, yeah. right, but it's also all yeah. the blood from everything yeah. to it's raining blood just on the h- house uh and it is wild um uh, I, I think that might be one of the scariest see just like yes. at, at least yeah. like that yeah. like 2 seconds that you see just this house just covered dr- dripping in blood uh is is one of these scariest bits um but yeah i was like that looks cool that that looks awesome <laughs> that was a great scene there um yeah so we we did skip skip that there but um they they g- start to execute their plan uh that next day when who shows up tmz um <laughs> we don't know if it's actually TMZ, but it like it is essentially the same thing it's someone in a helmet on a bike who is just like ambushing them of like what are you doing here what's happening we know something is up here we know you're at the center of this like what's happening and they're filming um and they very quickly put together like okay one person's here the rest of them are out there i need to go out there this guy mm. is clueless as to what is actually this- happening and he has the most reflective like <laughs> punk looking helmet here right like the thing that you're like he shows up and you're just like oh no this guy's not like he's not making it
1: <laughs> and this is an image we saw in the trailer is this guy in the reflective motorcycle helmet and it's such a striking image You know, you wonder if he's like a really imposing, like threatening local sheriff. He reminded me of those mirror men from Infinity Train.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) And. This is a character who shows up like in the middle of the third act who had not previously been hinted at at all. And I wish we would have like just some dude seen. Right. I wish we would have like seen him around town or something. Like, I wish we had, like, one prior hint that this was an ingredient we were going to have in the climax of the film. Because there is other stuff that I think the movie does set up in really subtle, unexpected ways. Where it's like, oh, I didn't know, like, that was set up. I thought that was just that. Yeah. But no, this guy comes out of nowhere.
0: Um, and yeah, And you watch him on his bike going one way and you see the alien going the <laughs> other way or you, you, you see all the like the wacky way the arm guys defl- deflating as they're like about to hit as so you just see his bike just stop and he goes flying mm. um which is kind of funny let's be honest yeah uh but yeah uh HoJ is like he he eventually tries to go save him to just get him out of here especially mm. with his like reflective Helmet yeah. and just like hey we don't want any strangers around here because there is some shit happening right here right now um and and also they like he also has a camera like they don't want him to be the one yeah. to accidentally somehow get the first shot right. of, of the, the this thing here um so yeah they try and get him out but the, the guy dies uh he gets eaten up um stuff is starting to go crazy. Uh, OJ o- 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 is in his bright orange uh, crew sweatshirt from the Scorpion King. God, I right. remember that which is, movie.
1: Wh- um, what? One of the stories he tells about how, like, uh, there was a horse that Emerald really wanted to train. Like, they were, she was promised for her birthday. Okay, when you turn nine, you get to train this horse. And the horse's name is Jean Jacket, which is a great horse name. Uh, And instead, the horse got hired to be a stunt horse for the Scorpion King because it needed more specialized care like OJ trained it. And OJ went with their dad on the set of the film. And OJ's like, I didn't even use it. They ended up using camels. And I love the the neon orange Scorpion King crew hoodie coming back at the end. And they need to call this alien something. So they call it jean jacket.
0: Which I think is a great callback because that horse yeah. was supposed to be uh, was supposed to be Kiki Palmer's mm. characters like that was meant to be for her, the one that she was supposed to train. And so it, it, in a sense, like he's being like, hey, I want you to be the one to get the shot to like do like this is yours. Like they, like I'll be the 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 mm-hmm. the the the. the. I'll be the debate the, the like you, you'll be the one to get the credit because at the end of the day, we also know that you'll be the one out there being like, ladies and gentlemen, we have yeah. the first picture of right. right, like she will be that one there. So that's why they name it Jean Jacket. And I thought that was a nice, a nice touch.
1: Yeah, I do like
0: that. Um But yeah, so they uh, start enacting their plan. He starts to like lead uh, the creature around uh, while the one dude is out there filming with a non-electrical camera. It's all mechanical. It's on a hand crank. Um, They they have to like switch out the film manually, all that stuff. Um, Wild stuff. And... It eventually it gets to the point where, yeah, the cinematographer is kind of like this is wild. This is beyond like th- this is not what I expected it to be. This is be like people shouldn't see this. Yeah, because of just that like this is not something we should fuck with. Uh, but uh-huh. at the same time, I also want to get that shot. Uh, and so <laughs> the then perfect
1: he, golden hour shot.
0: Right. He goes rogue and he's like, look at me. And he's filming as he gets sucked up and eaten. Right. uh, Like on
1: purpose. Like he doesn't accidentally, he doesn't think he can outrun the thing. He's like, I will die getting the final shot. Yeah. And it's this, uh, it is one of those things that make me think about this movie in terms of cosmic horror. Of this thing that is so horrifying and so beautiful. Also, at the same time, it's like, this will break you if you look at it. If you look at it, this is the end of you. If you don't yeah. literally die, it's going to scramble your brain. So you might as well die.
0: In, in the same way that I think, like we mentioned before, a lot of people are fascinated by the spectacle of things, like mm-hmm. watching things. There are creators that are fascinated by creating things to the point yeah. that it is detrimental to their health. Um, And I think this is like the example of that, right? Just filming till he dies. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And but that like it's it it almost just seems useless or futile, right? Like if you're filming till you die and you get eaten by this,
1: no one will see that shot. Like, and I think that's kind of the kind of the point. Like, I don't think he wants the shot to survive. He's like, I need to get the shot But nobody should ever see this, which also speaks to me with the like, I don't know if anybody else is bringing lost media in the mindset to the table of this movie, but there's a lot of lost media that nobody wants to see. Nobody wants to hear the tape of the guy from Grizzly Man being eaten by the grizzly. People just want the security of knowing it does exist. It's in a safe somewhere. Nobody should hear or see certain things. But there is this fascination with making sure that a thing does exist, at least if anybody ever. And like, you know, he does get straight gobbled like nobody does. But the fact that for one second, that footage did exist.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And who knows? Might still exist if it is like dumping out all of these keys and stuff like. There might it be could, a yeah. bit of it that somehow survives. Who knows? Um, I, I guess if the film gets out, though, it would be exposed and wouldn't work exactly. But we also never got to see what was on that first film reel. So there could have been a small clip on that, yeah. too. We don't yeah. know. Um, but yeah, the, the the whole film then, uh, as the, the plan continues to go wrong, I mentioned there was that one scene... Uh, with the guy wrapped up in the tarp and all the barbed wire. And I was like, oh, this is going to be grizzly. I don't know. It is grizzly. They they end up uh, taking the bike that the TMZ guy brought and they ride that out to Jupiter's claim. Thank God that Admiral knows how to ride motorcycles because she rode that all the way out there. She gets there. Does the Akira slide. Ugh. I love I I, I, I this pumped. I was not expecting that in this. Right? I was just
2: like, oh cool. Yeah. Um
0: and uh then she releases the giant balloon of Stephen Yoon.
1: Stephen
0: mm. Bull? Stephen <laughs> Bull Yoon. Yeah. Um, And it goes floating up in the air. Of course, it also has eyes. uh, So it attracts the ire of this creature. uh, And she is working that well camera. Exactly. uh, As it flies over.
1: And uh, which is not something I thought would come back. I thought that was tied purely to, to Ricky Park's history as a child actor, sort of working off of His famous role in Kid Sheriff. I I did not know this was part of the climax. And I really liked that surprise.
0: Yeah, an interesting way to actually capture it on film there. Um, But then, uh, so. I thought at the end of this movie that a couple different things were going to happen. So first of all, about halfway in the movie, I turned to my girlfriend who i saw this with and was like how much you want to bet the last line of this film is did we get it and then it ah! cuts off nope. and it's this, like yeah. inception like is it like names nope because they didn't get it or as was that oh, a reference yeah. to when his dad sa- said it in the flashback or, or just a reference to like nope i don't want to deal with all of this stuff mm-hmm. right um or is it this inception thing of like maybe they got the shot and you just don't you just don't know it just stops there and that is like a yeah. mystery right um and that didn't happen uh but then when yeah she's cranking out these shots on this like giant well camera um and there it's printing out these these big just like ginormous prints um yeah I thought it wasn't going to show you the the, the thing. It ended up sh- sh- showing it. But as sh- soon as the people started coming, I expected her when she started to stand up to start her spiel. Sp- sp- Ladies oh. and gentlemen... Yeah. My name is Emerald from Haywood Ranch. Back of my great 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 grand, yeah, yeah, you got the first like all this stuff, and here, I yeah, have the first, like I thought that's how it was exactly, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, it's also end. these
1: like sequential images. There's not enough of them to like flip book together into film. Yeah, but yeah, it does echo that.
0: Yeah. And she didn't do that. And then she has this like Western moment as she looks out to her brother, who's like just outside of the. Yeah. Who do you thought was dead? The ranch that says out there. And it it does Mm -hmm. the like, oh, he's the cow that survived it. Yeah. Um,
1: I I I, love that final shot of him neon orange in in his uh, Scorpion King crew hoodie. (laughs) on his horse looking like the absolute western hero framed perfectly center of the frame obscured by dust like you don't even get that clear of a look at him but you know that's him and it's a wonderful final shot
0: yeah it's like the the whole uh, man i i think also between brother and sister their moments of just the like i see you Mm -hmm. is also poignant in this film i i I don't think they. Did it at the end here like not at the that, very end but, no but still like that connection is felt like right there at the end um which yeah, fascinating
1: one yeah i also really like this is a brother sister movie i think that's charming mm-hmm. one of my favorite details about the movie again this is one of the clips in the trailer where she's like he was my great 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 grandfather and he says there's another great and she's like another great and you wonder It almost lends itself to you thinking, oh, she's kind of checked out, like she's obsessed with the showmanship and she doesn't really care about like the actual content of what she's saying so much as like the feeling it evokes in other people.
0: Mm -hmm. Not concerned with the details. Right.
1: But later you see her watching like a a promotional tape her dad had made for the family company. And that's what he says. She is repeating his spiel. That's why she's missing one of the greats. She is saying what her dad, one generation above her would say, like she's not checked out at all. She's just holding this memory of her dad so close to her that she's not changing any of his words.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Man. Yeah. I, I really, really enjoyed this film. I think there's a lot more to chew on in this than people think. Um, Man, I, I did this same thing where I saw something on Twitter and I forgot to yeah. hit the like button so that I could go back to it. But the thing that started to get me to look up Easter eggs in this used a picture of Kiki in her soccer jersey that she yeah. had. Or I think it's soccer. Uh, And so mm-hmm. the way the tweet was written, it made it seem like there were mysteries in the film that people had yet to decipher. And my Ooh. mind immediately went to. She wore multiple jerseys, didn't she? There was that weird, like wasn't there that fight between the soccer teams outside? That one, th- what if the numbers on the jersey had to do something th- th- there? I this is I don't This know is real tr-
1: lost tr- thinking. Tr-
0: true, yeah. I, who knows? I looked around a bit and I didn't see anyone talking about that at all. Spoke we'll get I, there. I, I that's all just speculation. There's but, It's a movie that feels like that, nonetheless. That there is smaller details in there that's just like, huh, I bet you there is some kind of mystery in here that we still haven't discovered yet.
1: There's so much illusion and metaphor and like little reference details in Jordan Peele's films. That's why I'm waiting for like a good deep breakdown of this movie. I know there's so much going on. Like, it's Mm -hmm. so rich and just like, themes and meaning and everything that you can look at it and have it say about like the cinema and craftsmanship and and, and spectacle and uh, the humans relationships with animals and then also all these little thematic details and you really should see us us is full of so many tiny little details to echo like the central theme of like duality That's a motif that runs through so many different elements in, like, the production design of that film. Yeah. Yeah. Cool.
0: Well, there you go. I I think that's all I have to say on Nope. I I thought it was fantastic. You know what? Yeah. I put this film on the same level as Napoleon Dynamite. (laughs) And... the Nacho Libre and Dodgeball. It's great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy you enjoyed it. You're not typically a scary movie, guys. I'm happy I, I you went like to them. see this, saw something a little bit outside your wheelhouse and you had a great time. I, this movie didn't, I wasn't sure like how to get a handle on it at first. Cause it introduced so many different elements. I'm like, okay, what's the through line? What's going to happen? And then once you understand the the ship is an alien, the alien is an animal you can treat like any other animal. You just got to know how to handle it. And like. And the way the alien looks, this movie gave me things I never would have expected. It was such a surprise. Yeah. Like it's I, I transcended. I was floating around the ceiling of the theater. Really did a number on me. I really, I loved everything that like the third act of this movie brought to the table. And I really like that that's where the payoff is. There are other movies you've seen that have really strong starts and just sort of get muddled at the, at the end. And I like that this only becomes clearer and clearer as it goes on.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Which is like developing a photo.
1: Oh, my God. See? See Whoa. what I'm telling you? Brilliant. <laughs> there's so much detail packed into these.
0: It's good. It's, it's a good film. Indeed.
1: Uh, well, yeah, I think that
0: wraps us up then for our spoiler cast for Nope. Uh, Melissa, where can the people find you on the Internet?
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Wilkiewit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, show where me and my brother, Jams, talk about weird old kid shows you feel like only you remember. Uh, We didn't grow up around horses. We grew up around cartoons. (laughs) Uh, You guys can find me
0: at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. And if you guys would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at the Whatnots, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter as well. Uh, So please go like, share and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. Uh, I think I should be doing some reactions to paper girls in the near future here. So be on the lookout for those. But this has been the reactor core number 77. We'll see you next time. Bye.
1: Bye.